Good evening and welcome. Tonight, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the birthday boy born Keith Richards on December 18th, 1943, 77 years ago. The heartbeat of the Rolling Stones, the leather-clad, leather-faced, always eternal. I mean, there's those memes that float around. Wait, I got too much reverb. Okay. There's those memes that float around of uh, about lived Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, and all the Ramones. Bet you didn't see that one coming. Yeah. So, we're going to talk about it. We're going to watch it, if we can. Keith, Keith is... What, what can I say about Keith Richards? People early on predicted he was going to die of drugs. Here he is at 77, going strong, even during COVID. Let's see. Yeah. This documentary came out 2015. It's available on Netflix. It's also available on DVD from Radical Media. Here we go. We're going to blaze on through it. Let's lower it a little bit because you know the music. A Netflix documentary. A radical media tremolo production. Tremolo. And an association with Mindless Records. Hello. <laughs> the blues guitarist Keith Richards in showing uh, a Morgan Neville film. Yeah, we're getting technical here. got that laugh as you go along you realize this whole concept of growing up is uh, you're not growing up until the day they put you six feet under <laughs> you're never grown up yeah that's the wonderful Keith Richards. That's, that is his thought process on this thing called life. It makes sense. He is, of course, the heartbeat of the Rolling Stones. Those riffs, that attitude, that bringing of the blues. You know, Keith Richards at heart thinks of himself as a blues man. And you can see it in his face. You can see, you can hear it in his playing, his influence. You know what I mean? You're not going to smudge Keith Richards with some sage. Fuck that. Keith Richards has got it in his blood, in his DNA. He'll call all those spirits on, good or bad, ugly or evil. And we can't play it because he's listening to the blues right now. Just to show his influence, you know. Who else could play Johnny Depp's father in Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. 
See, he puts his he puts his mouth where the truth is in terms of the blues, and he gives credit to the blues. Twelve bar blues, baby. It's all about Keith Richards tonight. Under the Influence, that's the name of tonight's documentary on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Documentary, December, motherfuckers. So, Keith, I've been enjoying your new music. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, getting it going? You know, what made you decide to uh, jump back in? I've been thinking about that. I, you know, I think it coincided the fact that I was doing the book, you know, second only to the Bible. Uh, <laughs> and the Stones had one of their where they suddenly go into hibernation for about five years. Uh, because we, the Stones have been working a lot until like two, uh, seven, two thousand seven, and I was kind of itching to get back in the studio. I love recording. Is it any studio? I feel totally at home there. Everywhere else, you know, is the bags. Should we get another mic in there, or should we just move the ribbon closer? Play a couple things. Ah, he's got the shade, the aviators on. He's got that headband. It's Keith motherfucking Richards. He said, uh, how about just the two of us come in the studio, you know, just you and me, and we'll cut a couple of tracks, just, you know, see what happens. He said something that was kind of shocking, and I asked him never to say that again. He said, well, you know, I've done all of this for another book and everything. It hadn't been playing, and... He's like, you know, maybe I should, like, retire kind of thing. Yeah. In which I completely freaked out. I said, what are you talking about? I was talking in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Musically, what I notice about uh, Keith, he's really big on detail. And you have to be if, if mm. you're... Uh, Tom Waits. Uh, an archaeologist, and and you're you know you insist on locality data, you know, not only where something came from, but what are the uh, principles and the properties of it. And he he uh, he's like a uh, like a London cabbie who has the knowledge. Well, he has that in music. And, uh, how much steeped I am in American folk music and jazz and blues. That's the stuff that America has given the rest of the world. You know, far bigger than (laughs) H-bombs. Yep. That's Keith Richards in his element here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Documentary December. He's a fellow Sagittarius. He's the third decan. Today, December 18th, 2020. Keith Richards, I mean, he survived falling out of a coconut tree. I mean, he, he, he you know, it's going to be the cockroaches and Keith Richards. People thought it was going to be 
the cockroaches and Lemmy Kilmeister. Unfortunately, Lemmy, Lemmy Kilmeister died at 70 five years ago. On uh, I think it was right after his birthday. And Keith, Keith just keeps going on, you know what I mean? And it's rock and roll. It's only rock and roll, but we like it, you know, to quote the song. You think of all those riffs. My favorite, of course, is Last Time. There's something harmonic. There's something echo uh, about that, how that song starts off. And, of course, Satisfaction, Give Me Shelter, um, you know, Sympathy for the Devil. You know, everyone thinks, oh, the Stones, it's about Mick sometimes. But at this moment, it's about Keith. There's something, Keith just doesn't, there's a mellowness about him. And then he gets on stage and he just blazes you through it. It's like, whoa, he's in his 70s. And I had a friend who saw the Stones last year and he said they sounded amazing. And hey, got to keep chugging along. Yep. And Keith Keith got that from his family. Yep. See, he's going, he's going, this, Keith Richards, as Tom Waits said in the beginning of this documentary, is a musical uh, archaeologist. I mean, you think of everything that informed him. And that's the beauty of music, is that you can go into this treasure trove and pull everything out. Oh, Elvis cooked him. Yeah, rock and roll. And the blues. I mean, you think of B.B. King, you think of Buddy Guy and, and how they informed Keith Richards and made him into this, you know, hybrid of all these different musical tastes. You know, there's country, there's blues, there's rock, everything that you could think of inside the musical DNA of Keith 
motherfucking Richards. And, you know, I'm saying that with some gusto tonight because it's rock and roll. You know what I mean? It's rock. Hard rock. And that comes from the blues. You know, you don't forget that. And Keith knows that. And that's why he he's so cool to us. Got that laugh. My grandfather, Gus, he kind of teased me, man, over years into becoming a guitarist. He was one of those guys that always thought everybody was a musician if they got the chance to be. And uh, so I think he just left the instruments lying about just to see if it caught the eye. And then he probably watched me for a couple of years, you know, uh, sort of talking to him and looking at the guitar and. Uh, because I really think, oh, it's pretty, you know, it's nice that, you know, when you can reach it, <laughs> I'll let you play it. You know. Once he did give me the guitar, he said the best exercise is the Spanish one with the Malaguena, because it's got a lot of moves in it that make it great for the fingers. Gibson ES355. So, kind of a hot rod. He's always been known for playing a black Gibson. For me, it looks like Keith. And as I just showed you when I opened the case, he said, I'll have it. He didn't know, just, he knew right away. I've been working Keith now since the 80s. I have full access to his guitar lockers and do what I want. I do often get to see guitars and bring them to him. This is what Robert Johnson would have played, the model in year. This is a 1928 L1 Gibson, you know, and the scale length and the flat neck and the width of the nut. It was a style of playing, so you can do the finger style blues on this. It almost takes you there. It makes you play that way. The notes last the right amount of time. The balance between the high strings and what's going on in the low end, the snap. In the locker, unfinished project, National Guitar, right here in my inventory book of Keith's guitars, it says here, to be rebuilt and then maybe used. And I wrote a note, kind of reminded me of Jimmy Reed. There you go, put some strings on it. And sometimes you pick up an instrument and the sound will take you to a different place. It's like a flavor. Steve and Keith walk in, they think we're doing something else. We open the case. Keith looks at it, oh great, hmm. Check this out, Keith. And that's Keith's guitar tag, you know, and we're just gonna, we're gonna mosey on through here if we can. Mm, here's the here's the meat and potatoes right here of the story. His influence 
He's talking about Chuck Berry. Yep. Yeah, this beginning the Rolling Stones, you know. Yeah, and I'm holding a full deck here, pals. <laughs> I was the one Mick had on the train. I got on my morning train to go to art school. I happened to hit the carriage that Mick had just gotten into. And I hadn't seen him in years. And then I noticed tucked under his arm like this. Uh, get out of here. Chuck Berry, what you got there, man? You know? and they said, Come here. <laughs> you know, I thought I was the only other guy in, you know, in the southeast of England that even knew anything about this stuff, you know. And, uh, so, I mean, by the time we got off the train, you know, we'd made a deal, you know, I'm gonna... <laughs> and that's how the, the Stones hooked because of these very two records, and that's it. Muddy, I was already heard, you know, very few tracks of at the time, so this was a mind-blower to me, you know. Yeah, so that, I wanted to play that because that's important right there. That's how the Stones came together was through their love of the blues. That's how Mick and Keith reconnected. Okay. Hi, baby. <laughs> I left home 17 in a cloud of disgrace without getting uh, my dad's okay. And so the road became a second home to me, you know. I'm looking forward still to some great gigs. I mean, I really enjoy playing in the uh, heartland. They're the places we used to drive around in a station wagon 50 years ago. <laughs> yep. Oh, we can't play the music now, can we? Um, but that's that's the Stones for you. You know what I mean? That music. Um, if I can find it, here's some more Keith. Yeah. For me, in the right mood and the right instrument, there's a certain feeling of being uh, receiving and then transmitting. I sit down at the piano, pick up the guitar, and happily play Buddy Holly or Otis Redding. And then somewhere, with a bit of luck, you realize that something you thought you played wrong was actually the start of a whole different song. I said, I gotta learn this, man. I wrote a lot of stuff on piano. I wrote, let's spend the night together. Have you seen your mother, baby? But I don't consider myself a piano player. I use it as a paint box. And just, uh, a touch here, a touch there. Usually just the right hand. <laughs> she, she's got her mind of her own. And she uses it well. Actually, I'd piss her down. I mean, it's, uh, 
and it's like whatever strikes me. But uh, I've always loved playing the piano. I think one of the reasons, like being a guitar player, you know, your instrument is in like, a strange, you know, uh, a different position, I say. Whereas the piano to me is like laid out like a chess game. And see, that's beautiful. That's that's Keith Richards at his element. That's a true Sagittarian to aspire to be these Renaissance men. I mean, the Rolling Stones. I mean, you think of a, a career that's gone on since 1962. Okay? All right? And here we are. We've arrived. We've arrived. And Keith is just going to keep motherfucking going. Oh, we can't do that. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, what I love is he's good friends with Tom Waits. That says something right there. That these two iconoclasts know each other and, and, and it's the Sagittarian. Yeah, and we can't play that because it's Keith. It's Keith. Um, but I'm waiting for Tom to speak because I love Tom Waits. And I love that he loves Keith Richards just as much as we do. The listeners, the fans of the Dr. Zeus film podcast. You know, it's it's all about Keith Richards tonight. I've been listening to the Stones all day. Come on. Come on. You know, uh, here we go. That's Tom Waits. If you want to start um, writing songs, you have to start thinking like one. You're, you're trying to, to break into the ritual of music. Yep. See, he has a point. Reverse. You know, it's not you're trying to escape. You're trying to be let in. Yep. And so with Keith, we just keep going, okay? We just keep going. We get, we keep driving, you know. And and the relationship between him and Mick has been, you know, it's it's like brothers, you know. They fight. And um, in 2010, Keith put out a book. Keith was the one that everyone thought was going to die of drugs. You know, he was people knew him for that more than they did the guitar. But I knew him for the guitar. You know what I mean? Maybe this is a time to do a book. I didn't really take it that seriously to start with, but as it went on, I understood that I know who I am and people who know me know basically who I am. But I realized that 999 of them out there still <laughs> Keith Richards is, uh, you know, smoking a joint, bottle of Jack Daniels in his hand, like uh, walking down the road. Uh, you know, cursing the fact that the liquor stores closed. Which is not true. See, the book Life that came out in 2010. It's not like a shadow. It's there 
Always smoking that cigarette. Tom Wait type of armor so that you can continue to also develop as a human being, you know. It's like uh, you have a recipe and you have a you know, um, you have a beverage and you have a, a sandwich named after you pretty much it's like what it comes down to, right? But you're still able within inside that you're able to still grow and change. It's kind of a ventriloquist act a lot of the time, you know. But it's much safer than putting your own ass out there. There's a photo of Keith next to Drug Free America. Yeah, right. You can't buy a persona. You can either make it up or you can be it. My idea of actual heaven is to be a rock and roll star that nobody ever sees. (laughs) Totally anonymous. you know, but, uh, you know, you gotta go out and do this thing sometimes. See, isn't that interesting? Is that you know, I and I mean, we all we've all heard the stories that he snorted his father's ashes, and you know, um, I I love what he says though about going over to Muddy Waters' house and we can find it. See if we can do it. True blues man. Not just rock and roll. Keith Richards in that blood his DNA is blues. And when all of the guys around you are playing and you say, they're feeling it too. I know it. I know it. And you go for those moments where you actually, you know. He is probably one of the most intriguing Rolling Stones out of all of them. And you just hang on to it as long as you can, because it is one of the best feelings in the world. It may be only rock and roll, but saying you are. Yeah. That's the shit. Ah. Yeah. Chicago! Oh, checkboard lounge, nineteen eighty one. Yep. Mm, can't play it. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. But he, I love how he talks about, I don't remember. It's the, it's the getting there I remember. It's leaving there I don't. I can't really do Keith. I've, I've tried on many occasions. He is an interesting chameleon, okay? Um, Keith Richards is truly going to be here forever. Yeah. Mm Okay, we can't play you, Muddy. I'm sorry. I love Muddy. 
That's authentic. <laughs> Look at Keith. He's he's trying to he's trying to emulate Muddy. It's kind of funny. It's I mean you know, Keith is just uh, Mick is just like Keith. Keith, you know, Keith, Keith knows, I'm just part of the band, baby. I'm not trying to upstage the star, okay? I see, I tried. I tried. Sometimes it comes out the way we want it to. You know, that, that can be taken so many different ways. This documentary December. We've arrived. Keith Richards. I feel like I'm inducting him into something, you know, doing this. This, uh, I, and it's and he's a Sagittarius. That's the funny. But see, Sagittarius we're not all the same. There's the first decan. There's the second. There's the third. I'm the second. The the Keith is more of the philosophical. Although we could put a little of the Energizer Bunny in there. Okay. Woke up in Howlin' Wolf's house. Oh my God. Yep. Yep. Mm. Get it, Keith. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, he has a point. Um, he and he knows, you know. Hey, this is this is life. So my dad and my mother split up, and then I lost touch with my dad for twenty years. You know, what is he's thinking about what his father thought of him. That's touching right there. Yeah. But it was that, you know. It was, uh, 
it was so easy within a few minutes. We sorted it all well out, and he became, for the next 20 years, my best mate. Stop rambling. Stop For another 20 years, he came on every trip, every show, come around the world with me. And I loved to show him the world. And he didn't mind seeing it either. Go Yeah. Don't you just love that? I think he's going to talk about it. When you see offspring of offspring, there's something else hits home. I mean, it's one thing having a kid, but when you get the grandsons and the granddaughters, well, that is, that's an amazing feeling. I don't know of what, accomplishment or, or continuity, uh, Mm. Yeah. Mm. Look at Keith. He's loving it. I've been blessed, and I'll play as long as I can get away with it. That's all I can do. I'm not getting old. I'm evolving. Mm. And that's, well, that's Keith Richards under the influence on his birthday. Yeah, 77 years young. Stones, they're going to play until they're all dead. That's really how it's going to go down. I mean, let's get real here. So this is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, you know, um, month of December. Mm. Yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Oh my goodness. Keith, we love you. I think you're hilarious. True rock and roll DNA right there. Um, I want to note something real quick. Let's look at Mr. Keith Richards. Because I noticed something. You know, he's got grandchildren. He's got children. Probably great-grandchildren, too. Okay. He's been married to his wife for 37 years. Patty Henson. This is his second wife. Okay. Oh, he has five kids, one deceased. Mm. Keith Richards, Under the Influence. Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, Unpleasant Dreams. And remember, I'm going to read off one of the memes. This is such a funny meme. Because if you think about it, you know. This is this is a meme of Keith Richards with a cigarette in his mouth. I've outlived Elvis. Let me kill Meister. Ronnie James Dio. Keith Moon. David Bowie. Dave Brocky. Sid and Nancy. Dimebag Dole. Michael Jackson. Whitney Houston. John Lennon. George Harrison. And all four of the original Ramones. Bet you didn't see that one coming, huh? <laughs> <laughs> 